0: Time for the Forty Niners Rush Podcast, and here's your host. John Chapman.
2: What is going on faithful? Welcome to a Sunday where we get to talk about 49ers football. We're so close a week and a half outside of training camp. um, So close to just really everything. We are less than a month away from the 49ers first preseason game, which is just, it's freaking exciting. Now today is going to be fun. We're going to argue we're gonna go back and forth, and I need y'all's help. If you are in here on the live show, I love all the hashtag CCs. I love it. This idea came from a Patreon member, Richard Sanders, one of the most positive people um, I have encountered through this community. He's incredible. Uh, he reached out. Um, this was after we got into the live debate about the best 49ers quarterbacks, uh, recent ones, not named Steve Young. Uh, Joe Montana Brody those guys the, the newer guys and it was a fun episode caused a lot of you know stir up and all those things he asked can you do the best wins of the Kyle Shanahan era and so I was like man this is a great idea. And I thought it would be easy. It's not easy. Oh, my God. It's it's very, very, very difficult. And, you know, I, my whole thing was trying to rank, you know, 1 through 5, and then that turned to 1 through 10. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to establish a criteria that makes these wins more important than the other wins. So we're going to take a trip down 49ers nostalgia uh, lane, which if you like stuff like this, there's a whole playlist set aside on YouTube for just 49ers nostalgia looking back all-time list best coaches front office best players best games mount rushmore so if that's something you know you want to look back and just remember how great this franchise is that is available also if you're watching live on YouTube The poll is at the top of the live chat. So you can scroll up and you can vote um, on those four games. And the four games we're going to be dealing with mostly today. um, Two games in 2021 and two games in 2019, obviously. Those are the two most successful years by a landslide for the 49ers. We have the 2021 Week 18 um, Rams. That was the make it or go home game, the interception that sealed it. We're going to be getting into some film today, too. Um, the 2021 divisional round versus the Packers. Um, again, the block punt, all that kind of stuff. Then the 2019 week 14 against the Saints, which was just maybe one of the most iconic plays. The Kittle fourth and two, and you know, icing the number one seed and all that kind of stuff because we had the same record. We finished with the same record as the Saints, 13 and 3, or the 2019 week 17 game against the Seahawks. Dre, big play Dre, uh getting the stop. On the half inch line, so we're going to share. I've been putting polls up on Twitter. We've got polls up on YouTube. Tell us who you think, or which one you think in the chat. You think is the the biggest one that we got. And shout out to my uh, Mike L, man, I love it, Mister Caldwell. He said I finally made a live podcast. Only took a few years. Hey, man, we'll take it. Uh, glad to have you here, Mister Caldwell. It is not complete without you. Um, and man, I see Philip. Uh, he's chiming in on here. When's our Zoom hangout this month? That's right, man. That's coming up this week. Uh, we asked the Patreon members when they wanted it before training camp or after training camp. So, this upcoming weekend, it's going to be this Sunday. So, if you haven't joined our Patreon yet, we do monthly Zoom hangouts plus all the players breakdown. Man, we're doing a Football one on one series over there right now where I'm going through and explaining what cover three is, what cover six is, what cover two is, what quarters is, what's a run fit, um, how's the who's the force player, things like that. So just trying to build up our education and you know, just understanding of football itself. So if you ever got questions like that, Patreon's the place to go. Uh, patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast, or you can just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first ones that pull up. Now, I've already detailed the four big games, okay? I think there's a clear cutoff between those four games that are in the poll and what we're going to go through each one of them in detail. These are some of the games that didn't make them. And the criteria that I use, it's flawed. Playoff slash long-term impact, quality opponent, and how memorable. Did it have that memorable moment to it? I think that's important when looking back. Uh, some games that did not make the cut, which I think all these are very, very important. But these ones didn't didn't make the top four. The 2019 NFC Championship game against the Packers, where we just boat raced them. Most are, you know, had what 400 or four touchdowns, several hundred. Just it was not a game. It was over from the first snap. That's why I didn't include it. If you're talking about importance of wins, yeah, it's probably up there because the NFC Championship game got us to the Super Bowl, but. It, there's not that many memorable plays from it. That's why I didn't count it. The 2017 Jacksonville game, that one was important to me. That was the one that, you know, I wanted in this list. Um, you can kind of see here the poll. Uh, maybe I can make my screen bigger on the back end so you can look at it a little bit better. Uh, it didn't go well. I, I, I put it up against the Saints game and it lost 94. To 5% to 6%. It just didn't qualify. The reason why I love that Jacksonville game, this is the 2017, right? We had the last five games when Jimmy Garoppolo came back. I remember clearly thinking, holy cow, this 49ers team is good again. It was the first time I felt that way because the Jags, they went on to, you know, they were in the AFC Championship the year before. They were, you know, one of the top teams in the AFC and they just boat raced them. They just took them down. And so that was one of those games where I was like, oh, boy, uh, th- this is a big one. And the 49ers are here to stay. Unfortunately, you got the ACL tear and all that stuff. But uh, I was one of the only ones that felt that way. The 2017 Titans game, again, another one of those just validation games that the 49ers are going to be good in the future. One of the ones that was recommended was 2021 versus Cincy, the overtime game. We didn't know how big of a win that was until they ended up going to the Super Bowl. Um, little chubby John Chapman middle school style, the 2021 Wild Card game in Dallas. Oh, that was so good. It was so good. One, because I hate Dallas more than anybody. But two, I got to go home with my friends and coaching buddies and watch the game. Three, probably one of the coolest parties we've ever thrown there in Dallas, man. We freaking rocked that joint out. It was incredible, but the game was just awesome. Uh, beating Dallas and Dallas was awesome. It was such a good time. But again, the like defining memorable moment, you know, it's Dak being dumb because they have a terrible coaching staff, whatever. It it was it's it was probably number five for me. So that one didn't make the cut. And if you have a game that you think should be included in this, throw it in the chat. Uh let's get through there for sure. And then a couple more 2019 games. The Rams, you guys remember the two, third, and 16 uh completions. Jimmy Garoppolo, and that was incredible. The 2019 versus cards game, the walk-off Jeff Wilson touchdown. Oh man, so much freaking fun! So, the whole goal when we walk away from this is for you guys, maybe, to tell me this is the game or this is not the game. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't, you know, I always used to tell my students when I taught, I have to speak past tense now because I'm doing this full time. I was like, you know, my job as a teacher is never to answer your questions. My job as a teacher is to train you to ask the correct questions, and then the journey starts there. Like I'm I'm not feeding baby birds. That's not the whole goal. The whole goal was for you to kind of establish your own criteria and search uh, things. Just this morning, my son – I hope he can't hear me right now – he he's he's starting, you know, he's playing football. It's his freshman year. First time playing, um, you know, big time high school football out here. And he's wanting to get meal plans together and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can help you out. And so he bought like he, he bought a bag uh, <laughs> of frozen chicken breast. And so he got him out to cook him. And I asked him, like, how you going to cook him, man? He's like, I don't know. Just going to cook him. He's like, how do I cook them? I was like, guess what? Look it up, man. Look it up. Let's find it together. Let's figure it out. You'd literally type in your phone how to cook frozen chicken breast, and he's learned. It. He's he's going to figure it out. I'm pretty sure it's going to taste like crap, but that's okay. All right, let's start. Yeah, let's do this. Let's go 2021 week 18 at the Rams game. The 49ers win 27 to 24 and overtime. We know that. Um and ah. Uh, This game, man, one, the Saints ended up winning. And so it turned it into a, you know, win or lose game and you're out, right? That's the idea. Uh, Croc, uh, Eric Crocker, he was just on there. You know, I put this poll up and, and I thought this was interesting because, you know, if you look at this poll here, which win was bigger for the 49ers? The Seahawks, the 2019 Week 17 Seahawks game, both of these were the last weeks of the season. Um, got more votes. Now Crocker, he goes on to say he's on here somewhere. Yeah. Um, Rams game. If they lost, they missed the playoffs. Doesn't get any bigger than that. Seahawks game was uh, for home field, but if they lost, they were still in big, but not as big as a play in game. I get that. Uh, it's so like, I understand why there's no wrong answers here. So just understand that like our, our goal is to set up a clearly defined rubric to where we can gauge success here. But the Rams game was huge. It was it was literally huge because you went into that game. The 49ers struggled off and on, off and on, you know, in the playoffs, out of the playoffs, in the playoffs, out of the playoffs. And they had to win that game on the road. Now it's the Rams House, and you know, we had won five consecutive games against the Rams, so that didn't seem too bad. But man, what an awesome environment. You know, going in there, SoFi Stadium. We packed it out way more 49ers fans that you know we're we're around for the Rams fans. No doubt about that. And then, you know, if you look at it, here's what's crazy. The Rams were 12 and four. Um obviously they went on to win the Super Bowl. But the 49ers fell down 17 0. You remember freaking McVeigh running in the end zone and celebrating with his players and all that stuff. And then the game just took a drastic turn for the Rams. And so they fought back, tied it up 17 17. Then the Rams went and took the lead again with Cooper Cup scoring a touchdown with two minutes left. And it was like, oh man, you had the epic. You know, Jawan Jennings touchdown, an awesome pass from Jimmy Garoppolo at 26 seconds left. Then you go into overtime, you kick a field goal, and then you get the play, um, one of the best plays it, it, just that we could I could possibly remember. So this is a clip from one of our Patreon breakdowns. Now again. If you want to, we have every single offense and defensive play from the last two years that you can go back and watch. Literally, if you're on Patreon and you just click Rams in the search bar, it pulls up all the Rams games, offense, defense, whatever. So this is one of the clips. It's just a one-minute clip of the Ambry-Thomas interception. Walk-off interception. At this point, a ties fine. We're at two minutes, two-minute warning. Neither team has timeouts. Tie of 49ers get into the playoffs. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: All right, look at him letting this go. And look at where our rook is, Ambry Thomas. He is in perfect position. This is cover three, right? Deep third, middle third, outside deep third. He is in perfect position already reading the quarterback. He doesn't have his back to the quarterback. I'm so thankful tracks the ball perfectly. Doesn't even care about the wide receiver. He acts like he is the intended wide receiver plays it. I I thought Ambry Thomas played really, really well when his eyes are to the QB. Now, if this was a perfectly thrown ball, you could say, well, maybe Odell passes him, but he sure as hell didn't there. And he read the ball much better than Odell Beckham Jr. did. You know, right there, the ball's being let go right now. Odell's still not looking. Now he's looking, hasn't found the ball yet. Looks like Odell found the ball. little too late. Ambry Thomas, the rookie, put it on him, baby. Oh, man, puts a big smile on my face. How awesome is this, man? If nothing else, hopefully you walk away from today's episode like pumped up. Like, this is awesome. These, these are so many quality wins it just in the past three years. 2019 and 2021 were just lights out years. What's up, Perk? Uh Now it's a party. Now it's a party. Um, and, and it was just awesome. Now, if we look at... The individual performances of that 49ers Rams game Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 340 yards, um, one touchdown pass, which was the last minute of the regulation, two interceptions, three sacks. So, a lot of yards struggled a little bit. Um, you know, he was not healthy at that point. Debo, four receptions, 95 yards, also eight rushes, 45 yards, and a touchdown, also passing touchdown to Jawad Jennings for 24 yards. Good gosh. Talk about a triple threat. And he was back there returning kicks. Um, Debo freaking, he made some money that game, uh, rightfully so. Juwan Jennings, six catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Hell yes. Ayuk, six catches, 107 yards. Mosley and uh, the Rook, Ambry Thomas, with interceptions. Armstead had, he back, that dude, he had two of the best games of his career back-to-back. Yeah. Um, you know, ver- really three straight games, but Armstead just week 18, seven tackles, two and a half sacks, two tackles for loss against the Rams. Went off Drake Greenlaw, 12 tackles. Ah, man, I love it. Um, that was awesome. So, um, grand Ace, what's up, man? He says, I was so happy for the rookie. He was getting better and better leading to that play. You know, I just finished this morning, uh, got up about five 30 and, you know, working on our 49ers roster countdown. So if you, if you missed it, uh, Please go check that out after this. The Ambry Thomas, you know, roster breakdown. Oh, man, it was so fun. I love that kid. And diving through his numbers, he struggled, man. I I think he had four out of six games below a 40 grade pro football focus to start the year. But then if you look at, you know, his last five games, five starts two against the the Rams, one against Dallas, like some top-tier programs. He didn't allow a, over 100% passer rating, like played very, very well. So, Ambry is he's peaking. He might not even start. <laughs> he might not even start for this $40 defense. Uh, it, it's different, man. It's different. So, now, let, let's go through my criteria here, okay? Playoffs slash long-term impact. Golly, man, I I gave it a nine. Um, It got us in the playoffs. That's huge. It made us, you know, the wild card team, which is awesome. Quality opponents, 10. They won the Super Bowl and it was on the road. So, yeah, perfect 10. Um, Memorable, yeah, 10. Oh, my gosh. You got the walk-off interception. How many times can you say that? You got overtime. You got winning on the road. You got your backs against the wall. You got a last-minute drive. Ah, that's incredible, man. That is absolutely incredible incredible um so that's that game uh you know before we put a bow tie on that now if i look at i'm curious to see what y'all's uh what everybody's votes are that's at 26 right now on the poll on youtube um so 26 it's currently in second place uh man the saints game has the most votes that's crazy to me now if we look at youtube and kind of you know just the what their um, you know numbers are here we go let me try to make that bigger just so you can see it a little bit the Packers game has the most votes 35 and that's 260 votes uh, so a lot more voting sample size it's got Packer's one Saints two Ram's three um, I'm sorry Seahawks two Saints is fourth but for you guys it's first it's hilarious just the the difference it's not a bad thing it's a great thing it's just very interesting. Now, I want to bring this up. This is something, you know, we are doing something special. Me and my good friend, Dale, if you've been to any of our hangouts and whatever we do, 49ers Rush Road Trip, we are doing a non-49ers one in Canton, Ohio. DraftNightOut.com. It's going to be incredible. I'm hosting it. Um, We are drafting. We have 12 fantasy football leagues drafting live inside The Pro Football Hall of Fame. At the same time, it's going to be incredible. I'm in charge of prizes, so you guys already know it's going to be lights out. I got a freaking autographed Warren Moon old-school throwback jersey. I've got rookies galore from um, all across the NFL. We're going to be giving away jerseys, mini helmets, all kinds of stuff. Man, draftnightout.com. Go get tickets. It's not expensive. It's like 30 bucks. Uh, it costs more just to get into the, the Hall of Fame. So it gets you into the Hall of Fame. You get a draft inside the Hall of Fame. And we're going to have about 100 people drafting live um, and giving away stuff. I mean, it's going to be incredible. We, we've done draft night out. This is our fifth year. We've been in Vegas. We've been in Kenton. We've been all over the place. This is going to be an awesome time. So um, if you can, go check it out, draftnightout.com. I'm going to be there flying out, uh, be there for the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to get together and watch the green bay 49ers game the night before um it's going to be a lot of fun so draftnightout.com go check it out if you haven't already and if you know any other friends it's not a 49ers thing it's a fantasy football thing so if if you've got some diehard fantasy fans or friends let them know draftnightout.com all right here we go let's jump to let's go to let's go to let's back it up to a 2019 game let's talk about saints The Saints game, oh, we got Delta in here. What's up, man? We got got a crowd, man. We got got some uh, fun people up here. I love it, man. Appreciate everybody, all the positivity. Let's talk about that 2019 game against the Saints. The winning score, 48 to 46. Now, this game would have been last on my list of the top four considerably. You guys love it. The defense was atrocious for the 49ers. We got no sacks. We got no interceptions. Uh, defense was just getting mowed up and down, but it was an offensive freaking bout. It's the Kittle 4-2 game. That's the memorable moment. Oh, my gosh. Off the freaking charts, man. Uh, but we'll show that play here in a second. Now, um, if we are just talking about like what was going on during the game, it was, it was bananas because – Six lead changes. Yeah, it, there you go. Caldwell nailed it. This was Jimmy, G, Jimmy G's perhaps best game of his career. Listen to his stat line. This is against the Saints in 2019. Threw for 349 yards, four touchdowns. Getting any touchdown passes from Jimmy is incredible. Getting two is very rare. Four I, he might have done that two t- two times in his career. In fact, I want to go find out. Actually, Clayton, uh, producer man. Uh, shout out to Clayton. He's the man behind the scenes. He is just crushing it. Can you find out how many times Jimmy Garoppolo has had four touchdown passing games in his career? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. He's going to be fine that as we keep going through it. But, yeah, Jimmy, four touchdowns, one interception. He had 131.7 quarterback rating. Pretty damn close to perfect um and yeah big papa you remember they called it the gauntlet that was supposed to be that tough stretch of games um where we had the ravens then we had the saints um i think there was the cardinals were in there as well yeah it was it was a stretch who all did we have there we had the oh yeah we had the packers they were 10 and 1 we had the ravens they were 10 and 2 we had the saints Oh no, that's our record. I'm I'm super smart. I'm super smart. Sorry about that. But yeah, we had Packers, Ravens, Saints, and then we had a week off in the Rams, Seahawks. Yeah, it was just a stretch, man. Um that, that was a lot of tough games in a row. It was the gauntlet, and we kept beating everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he, he just it just kept going. It just kept going. So it it was it was interesting. Emmanuel Sanders, that was his game man, I miss Emmanuel Sanders. It's crazy we only had him for half of a season because he was incredible. Seven catches, 157 yards, and one touchdown. He had that 75-yard touchdown. And he had a 35-yard touchdown pass to Raheem Mostert. Um, I mean, good gosh. Defense was awful. um, But the, the significance of this game, the Saints game, was that the offense could win a game we were being led by the defense the whole time. you got Bosa, Sherman. everybody was like you know on all cylinders. It was all about the pass rush to force Buckner, right? Oh man, I missed Defo. but it was all about the offense could finally come out swinging and do what they you know wanted to do and that was new. that was a new thing that was a completely new thing. um now let's see here. let me get this pulled up here because I got this play. yeah we 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 got it we gotta talk through. The Kittle play, baby. Here we go. Uh, This is the Kittle fourth and two play. I mean, you don't get this. It's pretty much game over. But And you can see, you're backed up on your own 33-yard line. You know, time's ticking down. And, man, you know, it, it was a clutch throw. It's not a difficult throw. It's just a quick out route. I mean, it, it was just a, a fast, a speed out. Um, But Kittle just did everything. Just all of it. Oh, my gosh. He's going to kill everybody. Kill him. <laughs> takes everybody to bring him down. I mean, you just watch him just – you see flags flying everywhere in the 49ers' favor, which is awesome. Kittle refusing to go out of bounds. Ah, man, how awesome is this? Look at him, man. Just freaking WWE style. We can see it from the other side as well. And, again, you know, we've got this on Patreon if you want to go back and watch it all, but gosh – How freaking incredible is that play? It's so iconic. It's so iconic. It's just, it changes everything. And you're talking about memorable moments? Yeah. And I think a big reason why, you know, it's winning the poll in this one with 36% is because of how memorable that play is. Jimmy Garoppolo can win, right? Jimmy Garoppolo can carry this team, And yeah, I mean, we know things kind of changed a little bit and perhaps he couldn't carry the team offensively, but that's what we thought at the time. That's what we thought at the time. Oh, what's up, Clayton? Do we have an answer? Hey, hey,
0: I've got an answer for you, John. According to stat news, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown four touchdowns three times all in the 2019 season. He did it twice versus Arizona. And of course, the infamous New Orleans kittle touchdown well he didn't get a touchdown in that one i'm pretty sure but yeah the infamous (laughs) Kittle game yeah
2: all in 2019 man this is the handsome man man. clayton behind the scenes guys he makes sure the show runs smooth so everybody give it up for clayton round of applause thank you clayton you're the man brother i I like that all later thank you thank you now uh yeah it was a tone setter there we go tone setter i like it so that's the saints game you know my metrics that i have for it playoff slash long-term impact i gave it an eight it was a regular season game but it did lock us up that one seed because both the 49ers and saints finished with the 13 and three record quality opponent 10 uh memorable 10 so it's high it's really really high but it's a week 14 game it's a non-division opponent but it was on the road you know what's crazy all four of these games all four of these games are on the road all four of them i didn't even notice that till just now um and i think that says a lot and hey speaking of which 49ers rush road trip baby uh <laughs> come party with us we are going to every single road game this year uh you can get your tickets 49ers rush trip.com head over there we throw the party the night before um going to be incredible uh first you know 50 people that get in get t-shirts. We do trivia. We do raffles. We give away the best memorabilia that's out there. Period. Bar none. We do a live show. Uh, Eric Crocker is going to be out at a lot of them. Wayne Breezy is going to be at a lot of them. We've got a lot of other, you know, podcast content creators that are going to be showing up as well. It's just such an awesome time. You know, we we've been very, very lucky and successful by getting all these awesome people together. And it, it just, I don't know, man. It's incredible. Very, very thankful. Very, very thankful for what we've been able to accomplish and get people together. Um, And yeah, Kali, I'm with you. 2019 should have been our chip, man. Should have been our chip. It really is. So let's stick with 2019. Let's go to probably my favorite game. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Now, not logically. I'm just saying my favorite game from the standpoint of what I value as a football player. And that's the 2019 Seahawks week 17. And yeah, listen to all what's up, Notorious. Glad to have you here, man. He says, my favorite game was the Seattle game. We don't beat the sea chickens often. And the green lost up on the, is the most iconic. I was a linebacker, man. I played linebacker almost my entire career up until my senior year where I got moved to defensive tackle a defensive end. But like, I still, I'm a linebacker at heart. My favorite film to grade, linebackers. My favorite thing to do, watch defense. And so we, I, as defensive folk, we grow up memorizing that, dreaming of that, making that stop on the goal line. You know, most people, they dream of the touchdown pass or the catch or the run. You know, they want the ball in their hands. No, no, no. For me, if I could have one play, that's it. The stop on the goal line. The inch line on the road, the CEO of Seattle, Drake Greenlaw. There's a reason why he's one of my favorite players in the NFL. One, because of his past. Two, because of his character. But three, dude plays the way that I think the linebacker position should be played. And, you know, Kyle Shana had said, it's like having Mike Tyson in uniform out there. Like, you go out to kill people. That's just what it is. I'm a pretty nice guy most of the time. Put a helmet on me. I'm not very nice. Play basketball against me. I'm not a nice person. I play basketball like I play football. Like yeah, People get hurt. <laughs> anyway. And, yes, oh, we got to throw this out there. Thank you, uh, Josh. Appreciate it, man. He says, in the sexy whites as well. Yeah, I freaking love those, man. Um, so, 2019 Seahawks. Now, here's the caveat that Crocker brought up, and I think it you know has a place in this conversation. 49ers were already in the playoffs. They were already in. So it's not as valuable a game as perhaps the 2021 week 18 versus the Rams. You're already in. But if you win, you got the one seed and a buy. If you lost, you didn't even win your division, and you're a five seed. And we saw what happened to Seattle with their five seed. They lost uh, round one, right? 49ers end up winning 26 to 21. And, like, we had lost. The 49ers lost 13 of the last 15 games before that. 13 out of 15. It just was bad, man. Um, it, not good. We also lost the next four games for Seattle, but we don't want to talk about that. Uh, we didn't know that at the time. We thought we turned the quarter. We did not. Uh, we turned the quarter this year. We're going to destroy Seattle. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I love it. Uh, John Cheven, a.k.a. Bill Lambier. You're right, baby. You bring those bows out, man. Uh, I was the enforcer, so I played basketball through my sophomore year in high school, um just because i enjoyed basketball i love basketball penny hardaway like i have a whole series of nba jam shirts uh where like you pick the different players should have worn one i would have thought about this i love basketball i really really do big Mavs fan uh luca's incredible dirk's awesome but like i played because it was good conditioning i wanted to compete i was the enforcer i'm not a very good basketball player the coach would wait i didn't start Yeah, spoiler alert. I didn't start for my team, but whoever the opposing team's best player was, whoever it was, uh, usually probably halfway through the first quarter, he'd say, "Chapman, you know what to do." And so I guard, I guarded fives, ones, two. I guarded every single position on the floor. Whoever their best player was, I'd go out there and it was nothing but knees, elbows, jersey tugs, and man, I was just that was my job. Get it. And my coach would tell me, you know, foul out as fast as you can. Like I knew my role. I'm not shooting threes that's not what i am but i could box out i could rebound and i could fight man uh so yeah i'll I'll take that that's just who i was my mentality that's just my mentality um and yeah notorious he says we need to smash the seahawks he calls them turds week two first home game of the season yeah drew lock man that's gonna be a lot of fun seeing him uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, yeah, we need to make Levi's a fortress. Well, Seattle doesn't travel very well, and I'm pretty sure their fans are going to go back into hibernation since before the uh, Russell Wilson era. Now, back to week 17, 2019 against the Seahawks. The 49ers led the entire game. Um, Seahawks never led. But history reminded us Russell Wilson just kind of found a way to do it every single time. And so could the 49ers finally hold on? And yeah, I'm with you. Um I mean, called but we said being Seattle felt way better, not more important, but definitely more satisfying. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Listen to these individual performance. First, you got to go Greenlaw. Uh 13 tackles, one tackle for loss, one quarterback hit, and the best stop in perhaps 49ers history. Is there a bigger, more iconic stop on defense? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Debo, five catches, 102 yards, two rush attempts for 33 yards and a rushing touchdown. Mostert, 10 rush attempts, 57 yards, two touchdowns. DeForest Buckner, one sack, two quarterback hits, and a tackle for loss. I don't know, man. I freaking let, – let, let's get it pulled up here. Uh, the big play here from, from Dre – I've got it on here a couple of times. Let's see here. Let me back this up. Sorry, I'm trying to get all this worked out for you guys so that you can see. Uh, But yeah, so here is the the play itself. It just kind of, you know, man, just so freaking iconic. Right on the one-inch line. And just that hit, that hit from 5'7", those white uniforms are so clean. I mean, just killed the guy. He just killed him. And I mean, that is just... I'm moving through your soul. That's what it is. You shall not pass. You sit down. This game is over. The CEO of Seattle, and if you remember, should have beat them earlier in the year. Gosh, look at that. He's looking everywhere. Hell no. He knew. No way, no way. Russell Wilson's holding his hands up like they scored. That dude, Captain Cringe, he don't know what the hell's going on anyway. So, yeah, man, just incredible play. And if you remember, Earlier in the year when we played Seattle, he intercepted Russell Wilson in overtime and gave us the opportunity to freaking win the game then. But we 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 peed down our leg, unfortunately, Um from the Village Idiot. He says, yeah, the goal line stop in 81 Super Bowl was bigger. There you go. Um, Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's up there. It is up there. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's more. Uh, There's no doubt. I wasn't born in it. I wasn't born yet. Um, but I have seen the play thousand times and yeah, I'm with you there. Um, right here. Unstoppable productions. Appreciate you, man. He says, what are the chances we trade Jimmy for a secondary player, man, a a freaking slot corner would be great. But again, I I don't think it's about the player. So to speak as it is a team that's willing to take that salary. Um, it's going to happen. Jimmy will be traded. I, I will I will stay on that uh, wagon for a while. I just believe in it. Uh, Melissa, thank you. She said, what's up, John? Uh, love that you're doing the show. Yeah, I appreciate that, Melissa. It's fun to look back. You don't know where you're going until you understand the past. Um, and so I think that's very, very important. And appreciate your positivity as always, Melissa. Amazing human being. Um, now, let's put it through the rubric. Playoffs slash long-term implications. Eight. Okay, we are already in the playoffs. Quality opponent. I'd say at eight, they were good. Uh, not near as good as any of the other teams in the top four uh, games that we're talking about. Memorable 10. That's a freaking 10 for me. If I could put filling on there, this one made me feel better than any other win. This one and probably the Cowboys one, because I I'm kind of deep seated in rivalries and grudges. That's kind of, um, kind of where I'm at, uh, with that. But, anyway that that's that's what that is um uh, now uh, I love that we've got this ticker going on at the bottom good job Clayton we are doing a 49ers fantasy competition it's a best ball league which means you draft your team you draft 20 players and then that's it no trades no anything uh it's just you draft you're the GM and every single week it's gonna like if you draft three quarterbacks for example whichever quarterback has the best week automatically gets put in there um so it's all offense. Uh, no no kickers, no defense, no anything. And so the winner, the top two winners of each league, we're putting 12 people in a league. You get your choice of 49ers memorabilia. I've got a whole selection, Joe Montana jerseys, George Kittle jerseys, mini helmets, Frank Gore, Roger Craig. I mean, it's unreal. We spare no expense here. Um, it costs $50 to join unless you're a Patreon member. If you are a Jerry Rice Patreon member, it's half off, 25 bucks. And if you're a Jerry Rice tier member, it's free. You already support the show as much as you do. We want to just say thank you. So that that penny goes back on us. Um, so if you're one of those people that wants to do this and has thought about joining Patreon, you can go join Patreon right now and get those discounted prices. Um, we believe in our product. We believe in the content we put out. Um, and we believe in the community. So we will always invest in those things. Now, if you want to participate in that, very easy. All you got to do is PayPal, uh, $50 to at... Lamar Chapman, no spaces, L-A-M-A-R Chapman, uh, just put 49ers in your email address. Do not put fantasy football in the notes, please. Uh, You'll get my account suspended. Uh, So put 49ers in whatever email address you want to be registered for that fantasy league. We got you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We already got one league full. We're working on filling up the second one. We got a couple spots, and we're just going to keep building leagues. So uh, as many people want to get in, we'll have the cutoff here probably in a week or two uh but if you want to participate in that man uh get in the community have some fun it's a great way so again uh paypal at lamar chapman you'll see my ugly face on there so all right we got one game left and it's our most recent win um back to 2021 the divisional round against the packers now this one all right i'm gonna be real um this one's probably whenever we're talking about significance it's probably got to be the highest because it it freaking i mean out of these games it got us to the nfc championship which i think is important and if we look at our, our twitter poll again jumping back to youtube uh 285 votes man let's refresh it let's see if we've got some more votes since we uh did this. It's still live. Uh No, it's not there. So there we go. It's winning the Twitter poll, 35%. Um, it's in first place. And if I look at y'all's poll, let's pull this up here on YouTube. Um, It is, it, it's tied for last base 21. It, it hilarious. Just the difference between us talking here and, you know, people maybe not putting everything in order online. The 49ers won 13 to 10 with no offensive touchdowns um just special teams in defense and coaching i would argue uh packers were the number one seed coming off a bye week they were 13 and 4 uh they had the mvp rogers won the mvp again um and they only scored 10 points (laughs) i know it was a blizzard i know the weather was bad all those things don't care my favorite thing about the game was the adjustments by D'Amico ryans doubling Uh, Devontae Adams the entire time. You know what else is funny? That's Devontae Adams' last game ever for the Packers. We took that from him. We took it. We took it, and I I freaking love that, man. I like Devontae Adams. He's a hell of a player, and I respect him, but no, no, no. We, we shut you down in your own house so bad you demanded a trade to get out of there. At least that's how I read it in my mind. I know it's more <laughs> convoluted than that, but that's how I see it. That's how I see it. We were down seven to nothing at half. Offense was trash. Jimmy Garoppolo was maybe one of his worst games ever. The weather was awful. We we're down 10 to three with four minutes left. And it just felt defeated. It felt like the 49ers couldn't do anything. Um, And then you get. The blocked punt. Oh, I think, somebody tell me I'm wrong. By far the biggest play of the year. Is there a bigger play of the year than the blocked punt return for a touchdown? Anybody, please, anybody tell me. A bigger play than the blocked punt going all the way back for a touchdown. Uh, I don't see it. Now, here we go. We're going to jump into this clip. Again, this is on Patreon. We broke down the special teams unit of that game because the offense was so bad. So we did all- every offense, defense, and special teams play. Uh, this is a two-minute clip, but I think you'll enjoy it. It'll play of the year, baby. Yeah, wait for him to lift his head and then just charge through him. Man, right there. Get that paw up. Awesome job. They can't find the ball. Look at these guys. They're like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. I don't know where it's at. Where's the radio system? Everybody's looking for the ball. There it is. There's the ball. And typically, you want to stay away from it. Because as soon as that ball passes the line of scrimmage, if you touch it, it's a live ball. So if you touch it and the Packers get it, they get a first down. But, man, whenever you are that close, you freaking go get the touchdown. Spot play from Tolanoa. And, again, like, you hear it. The Double thud, right? And you coach it. If you hear a double thud, it's live look around time. You figure out where this ball is, and you can see everybody. Look at everybody's like looking at all different directions. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Where's the ball? There's the ball. Go get the ball. Go get the ball. <laughs> what a play. The only touchdown from the 49ers all game. And it came On special teams. Again, you'll watch 94. You wait for the center, the long snapper, to lift his head. You can't hit him before that, and you can't cover him up. Okay, he lifts his head, get under his chin, and just put him on skates. Man, that's a big old boy. What a great freaking play. And again, everybody's just like, where's the ball? Where's the ball? Look at everybody screaming down there, go get the damn ball. And so if that passes the line of scrimmage, where this uh, ref, oh, you can't see him. He's barely off screen. Man, good job. Scoop and score. Get your waist down. Here's what you teach your players whenever there's a loose fumble. Pinkies together. Scoop. You want to scoop right here. Hands on both sides of the ball, and you get your waist down. Okay? Don't bend at the waist. Get your waist down. Pinkies together. Scoop and score. You can see here. Waist down. Pinkies together. Stare the ball. I mean, that is just textbook. Awesome job. And man, if that, uh, if you don't smile during that, like reliving that feeling, thinking the season's over to like, hell yeah, we got this, all because of a special teams play. And what's crazy, Jordan Willis, that was his first punt block snap of the game. He wasn't even supposed to be out there. Um, Oh, Man, yeah, that and I'm, I'm with you right here. Um, from Dance and Angel. Uh, this one was painful to watch until that block punt brought us back to life. And man, Clayton, uh, man, I love it. The producer from the show, man. He says, Never forget when we beat them in 29, 2019, where we just decimated them. And they all kept saying, Let them come to Green Bay during the blizzard and see what happens. Yeah, we saw what happened. You 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 were home and you gotta stay home. Uh, because that's Aaron Rodgers 0-4 against the 49ers in the playoffs. Sit your ass down. Uh, like, come on, man. I don't care. I, mean, I hope he gets another MVP this year in 2022, and we ended again. again. Um, yeah, and, and right here, I agree completely, Caldwell. This ended Jimmy's fate. It was done at that point because teams started doing that six-man bare front and basically just said, you can't run the ball. Jimmy's going to have to beat us, and he proved back-to-back-to-back games. Uh, maybe just uh, – I don't know. You took away the run game by stacking the box, and Jimmy couldn't beat him, T. Uh, I do agree with that. You can talk about line protection. You can talk about play calls, talk about all those things. But again, we have on record every offensive play from all those games, and you can just see Brandon Ayuk running freaking wide open, Debo running wide open, and not being able to get the ball to him. I, I love Jimmy Garoppolo so freaking much, and I'm so thankful but it is time to move on. And that's not a bad thing for Jimmy. It's not a bad thing for the 49ers. It's not a bad thing for the fans. You can love Jimmy and be excited about moving on. That's okay. Um, Yeah, man. Great. He says chills. watching that. Ah, I freaking love it, man. I'm so pumped. We're so close to 49ers football. Ah, hopefully if nothing else today, you guys feel freaking pumped about this. Now, a couple things. I I think that was the biggest play of uh, of the year. Let's look at individual performances from that game. Got to talk about the Robbie gold field goal as time expired 45 yards in the blizzard. Robbie goal has never missed a field goal for the 49ers in the postseason. I know it. No, I don't like kickers. It's not my thing, but man, that's huge. That is huge. Um, ice cold says this, uh, the perfect name for this uh, segment, by the way, the block pump was just the turning point though. The final drive to win the game was amazing too. Yeah. And that final drive was a 45 yard kickoff return. Um, from Debo Samuel. Like, it wasn't even generated by the offense. Even that was special teams. Debo got that 45-yard return uh, that got us the field goal. Um, literally, you had to get, I think, one and a half first downs we got. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, and you give credit where credit's due. They got enough to win the game, and that works. And, again, I'm not trying to take things away from Jimmy. To say that he was good in the playoffs would be an overstatement. I don't think anybody believes that. Um, anyway, now, uh, love D'Amico doubling Devontae the entire second quarter Debo, three receptions, 44 yards, nothing spectacular, rushing 10 rush attempts for 39 yards against a stacked box, two kick returns for 59 yards, had that 45 yard return, um, to set up the field goal to win the game. Armstead, two sacks, five tackles, two tackles for loss. That dude was unreal in the playoffs. Bosa, two sacks, three tackles, one forced fumble. Now, if I put it through my metric, okay, my my rubric, playoff, long-term impact, yeah, got us to the NFC Championship. That's a 10. Quality opponent, the number one seed in MVP, yeah, that's a 10 on the road. Memorable, 10. Play of the year. Play of the year. Play of the year. Play of the year. I get all 10s. All 10s. You get a 10. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. So if I'm just looking at the rubric, it's my number one game. Um, if And again, this is just my opinion, which is wrong most times. If I'm ranking these four games, okay, number one is going to be the win at the Packers, this game right here. Number two is going to be the win against the Seahawks. Number three Week 18 versus Rams, and a distant four for me, that Saints game. That's just my opinion. So go ahead and throw in the chat. I want to see it before we jump out of here. How do you rank these four games? Because I want to know. You guys have been here for the conversation. You participated. What's the order? Uh, We had the poll up, but you tell me the order of games. One, two, three, four. I know it's difficult, and some of you guys are going to have to backspace, 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 because you're going to argue with yourself, and that's not a bad thing. What's the order of these four games for you individually? Because it's different. The Cowboys game carries a lot of weight for me because of how I became a fan. It's because I hated my stepdad who was a Cowboys fan, right? Um, So, like, that game matters more than me. So, and that's what we do as fans. We bring all of our baggage, good and bad, to these games that provide context to that said baggage that created us. That made chubby John Chapman, uh, you know, nine year old chubby John Chapman a fan of the 49ers to now wearing a hat with SF and a California logo on it. Um, it's kind of funny the the journey that has brought us here. Uh, Caldwell says, man, one of my personal favorites was the game uh, put Kittle on the map versus the Broncos. I remember that. Miller gave him high praises afterwards. Was that the one? I think that, I don't even think Jimmy was starting that game. I could be wrong, Caldwell um was that the nick mullins game i think nick mullins was starting i believe um no cj cj bethard uh clayton uh he's doing charades off off scene i wish you guys could have saw that that was hilarious way to go clayton he's the man that dude's awesome man um so i don't know man um uh, <laughs> it, it's it, right here mark i love this he says rams then the Hawks, then Saints, then Packers, right? So, Mark, yeah, that's your order, right? So just by looking at this order, the Packers, uh, you know, again, your your two biggest games, Rams, then Seahawks, that's important. Uh, Beating the divisional guys, you know, to get into the playoffs, that's important. I love that. I freaking love that. Big Papa, Seattle, then New Orleans, Rams, Uh, Green Bay, all right, best on less stress and more enjoyment. Oh, there you go. See, and that's another thing for me. I got to have a nail-biter. If this is going down in my top, I got to be stressed, man. You don't make diamonds without pressure, baby. (laughs) You got to go through it. The Heartbreak Kids. Melissa, she says, the Hawks game, then Saints, then Packers, then L.A. She had L.A. last. Whew. Whew. All right, all right. Here we go. Dancing Angel, Rams, Seahawks, Packers, Saints. Now, that's th- this is an order. I think the Saints has to be last. It might be the most memorable play, and it's on offense and Kittle and all that stuff. Hmm. Melissa, she says this. John Chapman, thoughts on the Broncos' 2018 game? Kittle almost breaking Shannon Sharp's single record in the first half. Yeah, man. There we go. Back-to-back people brought that up um i love it and you remember kyle was like i didn't know i didn't know he was so close if i would have known i would have got him the record but yeah in it's a testament to how great kittle is it's also a testament to why don't we use him more often um but that's the issue now is because you have so many freaking targets uh to get around it's not just I mean, you got a lot of people to feed. You really, really do. Let's go back to Phil real quick. Sorry about that. I missed that, Clayton. Uh, Shout out to Phil, man. One of the funnest people I've ever met. Um, He says, Seattle. There we go. Then the Pack, then the Rams, then the Saints. That's a good list. That's a good list. That's a good list. Miss Niners, Torres. What's up, Torres? She says, Seahawks, Rams, Packers, Saints. Another good list. Uh, Here's here's what makes it a good list. If the Saints game is the last game, I think it's a good list. but that's just me grand 21 rams winning in 21 packers seattle then saints so he's going almost in order chronologically melvin Rams, saints hawks packers oh this is awesome man i freaking love this uh called well this will be the last one that we will jump out of here i could do this all day this is fun i really appreciate those of you that uh stuck around for this uh hopefully did y'all enjoy this like do you feel better about the season like moving forward uh what's the goal of the podcast um i can tell you the goal of our podcast educate create community and increase the fan experience uh when you watch the 49ers and so i I really hope you know one two or all three of those things were achieved today caldwell who's been very active today man glad to have you dude. we got to get you on here more caldwell um seahawks one uh cowboys two saints three rams four my personal faves i really hate dallas yeah i'm with you there too that was such a cool game I hate Dallas. Oh, I hate him so much. Um, so, awesome, man. Uh, this is... Yeah, and Papa, he says, nice to have a regular Chapman Hour podcast conversation. You know, we've been doing a lot of guests on. I didn't know, whenever I committed to doing the 90-person player profiles, one, I freaking love it. Two, you know... It takes a lot of time. That's ninety videos <laughs> we're trying to do in two months' time. Which, if I average two videos a day, that's only sixty videos, and I'm trying to get done as close to camp start as we can. Um, where I, I think I did twenty eight today, I believe number twenty eight. So we got twenty eight more to go. And so you know, even though it's been the off season, and I know a lot of podcasts duck out because views are low. Views are low right now um you know i just put it that that's okay i'm not here for number of views i'm here for quality of views and so i want to say thank you guys for the and girls for sticking around but again i know there hasn't been that many live shows of just me when the season starts trust me you're going to get more than you could ever dream of but consider those 90 person roster profiles you know that that's that's a lot of time and research man and it's fun because i'm learning i'm learning i'm educating you know, myself and increasing my own fan experience, which I hope kind of goes through and permeates you guys as well. Um, grant. He says, you made the off season a lot smoother. Love it. Good. That's, that's the goal, uh, creating community, um, and just building that. So I appreciate the kind words. Uh, love it, man. Love it. All right. Yeah, we're kind of close colleague. We're not going to lie, man, but we're, we're if we got to go a couple into uh, training camp, that's okay. we're, we're going to get them all 90 done for sure. Um, so anyway thank you guys just want to say this has been incredible and shout out to richard sanders for the idea uh, he doesn't watch the live shows but uh, he's always active in the comments and i'm very thankful uh, for him and all his support so thank you guys and man, you got some more show ideas uh, almost out of time but please share uh, you're probably not going to be able to get to all the off-season ideas and emails that have been sent out but i'm trying i'm trying um, appreciate y'all and as always stay strong faithful mm-hmm.